in Utah, I think people have really lost their minds. I'm, this, I'm really going to settle in on Target on to Utah because I don't know what the hell. Because <laughs> they are dropping fish out of airplanes in Utah. You heard that right? There was no mistake. Literally, over in Utah, it's, in order to replenish fish in certain lakes, they feel like it's a great idea to load up the fish on a huge fish tank put it in an airplane, fly it up over the lake, and drop it from said lake. Literally drop it from the lake. They think this is a great idea. This is the best that Utah has to offer. I'm not going to lie to you. I think we should offer Canada Utah. I really, honestly, I think we should. I really think that that would be maybe the best use of our time these days. I know we're trying to work out like a new trade agreement with them, right? Maybe like, hey, why don't you take Utah off our hands? You know, and give us a little something in exchange. I don't know. I think this could be a good idea. I think we can, you know, take a little slice of Montana. We'll get a little slice of Montana. We'll 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 draw them a path. <clears throat> we'll get them a really big walkway through Montana, part of Idaho, little sliver part of Idaho, right alongside of Wyoming, and we'll give them a little path right into Utah, and then they can have it. They can have the whole state, all the people, the Lakers, everything. It'll all be theirs because they're dropping fish from airplanes in Utah. We just put the we the, we just put the video up on the EHM Facebook page, so go check it out. Facebook.com slash WEHM radio. The lakes get, you know, they, they're not the fish don't survive the swim to the lake. Well, they say they don't they don't survive. They say the, the fish feel it's stressful. Apparently, some of the fish communicated to some of the people in Utah that it's stressful to make the swim over to the lake. So what the people of Utah decided to do was relieve the stress by dropping them out of an airplane. I, 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 this is not even, if you're like, well, ants getting crazy with his bits these days. None of this is made up. This is not bits. This is actually what's happening in Utah. You can see the video on the EHM Facebook page. These poor fish are swimming in this little swimming in this little airplane fish tank. You know, probably like, this is a little wobbly. This is a little more wobbly than usual. I wonder what ah! and then just poof, dropping. Just dropping. I've never seen anything like it. And here's the best part about Utah. Not only are they dro- if I was dropping fish, if I was throwing life out of an airplane with <laughs> without a parachute, if I was dropping fish for an airplane, you know what I wouldn't do? Film it and share it with everybody on social media. Not only are they dropping fish from airplanes, they're happy to attach a GoPro to the bottom of said plane and film it so that they can share it with everybody. <laughs> Look how crazy we are, world. <laughs> We're dropping fish. No, no, no. It's better because the fish told us how stressful it is to swim. <laughs> if this were one person, we would think this person was a, was a nut bar. And I get that this is the, the, the Utah Division of Wildlife Resources. I understand that they're probably well-versed in this. But I have a hard time digesting this one without a little bit of questioning. I really, really do. I mean, I really do. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. It, it's stressful. So let's drop them out of an airplane. Good job, Billy. 
Let's see. Do anybody have a GoPro we could bring in? Because this is great. We got to share this with the rest of the world. <laughs> and they're proud to say that 95% of the fish will survive the uh, drop. So 5% just dead right off the bat. 5%. If the swim to the lake is so stressful, how stressful is it to a fish that they are magically swimming and then all of a sudden plummeting down to earth where they will hit the water pretty hard and then be in a totally unfamiliar location? How stressful is that? Not stressful at all? Is there zero stress involved in that part of the process? I'm not sure how it works. Yeah, Chen, this is Ant. Anthony, I want to know how they got 95% of the fish survived. Look, there's some guy in a dinghy waiting for them to drop to take their pulse or something. Absolutely, yes. This, this same guy who the fish first told the swim was stressful. Okay, and the other thing is I've gone off my high dive many times at my local pool, and I've done many belly flops, and uh, I barely survived. Yeah, and you have a brain, the ability to adjust. These poor fish are just flapping their way down to this lake. When you said that, I thought, like, that's crazy. That They're going to die. They're going to, I mean, that's just nuts. I got to look up the video. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on our Facebook page. Check it out. Uh, thanks. Have a good one. You too. Bye. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie to you. I, li- I like to talk. Here's my, this is my favorite torture. This is a good torture. This is my favorite torture for, you know, this is my favorite kind of torture I do. Whenever a fly, like a, you ever get a fly flies into your car, uh, this is my favorite thing. Because they, like, they fly in front of your house, right? They're in the car. I don't let them out. I, I tell my wife all the time, we're taking this. You know, you drive 45 minutes away, open up the window, let the fly fly out. Like, to me, that's the greatest torture ever. Because then they're out there going, oh, where the hell am I? This doesn't look like where I was. What is this? You know what I'm saying? Like that to me, that's that's essentially what they're doing to these poor fish. It's just, you know, it's the kind of thing where you're like, leave it up to the experts. Sure. And they probably know more than we do because they're studying this. Sure. But at some point, you got to step back and take a macro look at these things and go, no. No, that really can't be the most efficient way to do it. And I know that to be certain because I've seen trucks and I know they exist. And I know they even have some where the back tilts. So, I mean, literally, (laughs) I just, I'm sorry, but dropping them from the airplane cannot possibly be the best course of action. But what do I know? I can't even potty train a three-year-old. By the way, potty training yesterday did not go well. I lost a piece of equipment. I sure did. I lost a piece of equipment in the mix. I'm embarrassed to say. (laughs) My son likes to stand at the TV and watch. My wife thought it was funny. Like, ha ha, look how close he is to the, you know, the record player and the, you know, the the Blu-ray and all the cable box and all that. Well, I don't want to tell you which one uh, went, but... One of them got caught. One, one of them got caught in a in some friendly fire from my son as we were trying to potty train him yesterday. So that was fried. The best part was my wife calls me. She goes, "Um, you know your son. You know he actually hit such and such." I was like, "Oh God!" And then she literally said this to me: 
it crackled and popped a little bit, and then some smoke came out. Do you think it's going to be okay? Yeah, honey, I do. I think it's going to be just fine. It's going to be as okay as the poor fish that are plummeting 500 feet uh, to their uh, pretty much assumed death. That's exactly how good it's going to go. And I'm sure it'll be just fine. Yeah, smoke smoke and crackling, usually a good sign that an electronic is uh, is performing at its peak ability. Yeah, so that was yesterday. So for all of you who asked me how the potty training is going, yeah, maybe we'll check back on that next week. <laughs> 